The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. special edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX, where yours truly, Neville James. <clears throat> it's over. Plain and simple. Knockout. For the big race, that is. And it looks like we have a Donnybrook in another race. But first of all, I want to say Congratulations. To all of the successful candidates and those who offered themselves to be in leadership positions effective January 2023 here in the Virgin Islands. Of course, the high-profile race, the heavyweight title fight was won decisively by the Brian Roach team uh, last night. And we're looking forward to talking with all involved winners those who weren't successful, I will not use that L word on this show because none of you are L's. Um, we're all W's in some way, shape, or form. But tonight, uh, I mean, this morning, we got to give props uh, to those who will be representing us. And, you know, um, as we were getting the, the results, well, actually, it started by getting the numbers throughout the day. And I was seeing that um, there was a significantly... Um, um, amount of crucians who were voting uh, on election day. Uh, we got the first numbers at a, at a 10, the 10 o'clock numbers, then we got a 12 o'clock update, a 3 o'clock update, and then a 6 o'clock update. Then, of course, we got the results. And uh, so I, you know, when I was looking at that, I was saying, wait a minute, because uh, there were more uh, voters on St. Croix who were coming out than voters on St. Thomas. I even reached out to some of the players to ask them, yo, what's going on? Is something that's going on here? But the reality is that the election was over, uh, for the most part, with early voting. Because uh, the first flash, um, 6,800 6, to 4,000 at that point, with, with 11,800 votes in the hopper, um, it was pretty easy from that point on to predict a winner in the in the in the title fight, the heavyweight, the, the featured race, uh, the gubernatorial race. So we definitely congratulating the governor for retaining this retaining his belt. You know, you guys have heard me, and uh, I'm a sports junkie, and you've heard every time uh, I've referred to them when they were scheduled to come on as the defending champs, and they defended the belt, and uh, that uh, it is what it is. Uh, definitely want to give a shout out to the 
uh, other three teams, the VLSRO team, uh, who finished second, the Fred Miller team that finished third, Picard Turnbull team that finished fourth, and respecting even those who may have voted for writing, I think writing got a percent, yeah, a percent and a quarter, 266 writing votes. Now, um, we're leaving the 7184555 line open for all of those who want to call in to thank the people. Okay? And we got a governor uh, lined up uh, for the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. Okay? So, Richie Mota, congratulations to you. Um, let the governor know that uh, 9 a.m., if he's not busy, because we know every medium uh, wants a piece of the governor right now and lieutenant governor, that 9 a.m. here on um, the cream of the crop uh, is being reserved uh, for the governor. Uh, good morning. My people let me not start to text me already. Good morning to all of you. All right? Now, um, I want to shift to the, to the Senate race. Oh, let me let me let me give my analysis first of all. Right, last night was a night for the incumbents. This election cycle was an election for the incumbents, all across the board. Right, and of course we got a Donny Brook going on in the large race. That one will not be settled until we count all of the absentee votes. Because as it stands right now, uh, Mr. Ang- uh, Senator Angel Walker Jr. is in the fight of his life. And he's leading by 64 votes. And it's my understanding that we have a significant number of absentee ballots to count. Maybe a thousand sent out. I don't know how many came back, but uh, we'll, we'll get an update on that. Right? Um, but for the Senate race, them. Right? Removing the, <clears throat> the at-large. Right? We had... 12 incumbents who were up for re-election. With 13 in all, we were moving at large. The other two incumbents sought government house, which is Senator VLA and uh, Senator Saro. 11 were successful, right? Now, 9 out of 10 is 90%. So do that two more times, right? So 11 out of 12, you know, that is... That is a mandate. You know, the, the public is pretty much saying we're going to leave it like it is for now. Or those who are seeking to replace the incumbents, uh, we don't believe you're good enough at this particular point. Maybe down the road, but right now we're good with who we have. Okay? Congratulations to the seven winners on the St. Croix side. Well, let me leave, let me let me let me put this in for a second because I got some I got a personal relationship with one of them, so I'm gonna leave that for for a second. <clears throat> and you can hear that in my voice. I get a little choked up. On the St. Thomas side, congratulations to Donna Fred Gregory, Senator President, Senator Milton E. Potter, Senator Marvin Blyden, Senator Dwayne F. DeGraff, Senator Carl Joseph, Senator Carla Joseph, Senator Alma Francis Heiliger, and Senator Elect. Ray Fonseca, the top six on the St. Thomas side were re-elected. All six incumbents on St. Thomas, good to go 
for the 35th legislature. And congratulations, Mr. Ray Fonseca, on being elected to that esteemed body. On the St. Croix side, Senator Kenneth Kenny Gittins, Senator Novel E. Francis Jr., Senator Franklin D. Johnson, Senator Samuel Sam Carrion, Senator Elect Sister Marie C. James, Senator Javon E. James, and former Senator, now Senator Elect Diane T. K. Pot. Congratulations on being successful. So even on the St. Croix side, we have six who have either who are either incumbents or were former senators. So six out of seven on both sides. Right? That's uh, 85, 86% thereabouts. Right? Re-elected. So the mandate is clear. We're going, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. People, them start to come in and sit on there. We got, we got, a, we got who's who going to be joining us to provide some analysis. Uh, former Senator Albert Pada has just uh, walked into the studio. He's going to be a part of our uh, breaking down um, what took place. So, congratulations there. <clears throat> By the way, you know, during the campaign, people were asking me if, uh, if your sister win, that gonna mean that that's the first time I got brother and sister been elected to legislature. And I said, as far as I know, yeah. So if that's the case, I want uh, thank my father and uh, thank my sister for uh, making me be a part of history. We've had siblings who have been elected, by the way, in the past, to include my father and my uncle. But uh, this one is this one is, is is nice. So congratulations there. Board of Education re-elected. Terence T. Joseph and Winona Hendricks on the St. Croix side. Board of Education on the St. Thomas side. Judy Gomez, Ira Lockhart. Rima Williams re-elected. Florian Adin Hassel elected, along with Karim T. Francis, Board of Elections. Uh, Stacey Plaskett, we believe she nipped. She nipped the uh, the unopposed candidate. We think she got there in the nick of time. She only got uh, 98.76% of the vote. That's all. So congratulations, Madam Delegate. And also, um, you know, sending um, best wishes. Well, we heard on the, on the coverage last night um, that dad, uh, you know, uh, you're dealing with dad up there in, in New York, so hang in there, okay? Chakima Jones Pro, dominant winner as well. Uh, Atanya Springett, winner, and all that stuff. So let me get straight to report on the headphones, man. You think, think I know you, we, you could get comfortable in here because it's cozy, the couch is nice, and uh, the headphones are on. Um, good morning, Mr. Former CEO and former Senator. What's up, man? Welcome, Asper Potter, to the to, to the microphone. Morning, Neville. <coughs> How are you, man? Long night? Long night. I, Long I, night. I was watching a lot of the national yeah, stuff, yeah, trying to yeah, see how yeah, that was yeah. going to break yeah, and yeah. all of that. So. Yeah, I like, I, like, I, like, I like what happened nationally. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah, to, yeah, 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 because uh, uh, there's still hope for um, the delegate being on the controlling side, but right now, they're in a fight for their life as it relates yeah, to control. Yeah, you know they were expecting a bloodbath. And yeah, this, this red wave, red red yeah. tsunami. I, I saw a lot of red tears it when it was all said and that's... done. Particularly, I said Lauren Bobert, one of the ones who talked the most. <laughs> she and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, Lauren Bobert, they're behind now as we speak by, by eight <laughs> points in Colorado. So, 
<laughs> so we're still waiting for some results there. The Senate is still up in the air. Yep. yep um, that's, but that's... Warnock leads by about 35,000, I think, right now. And uh, yeah. him, and, him and Herschel Walker and Donny Brook there. Yeah, more than likely, you, you will have a runoff. Yeah, well. And that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, what, 0. 0.6 points from uh, 0. 0.6 plus one, right? Um, from, because uh, yeah, he's at 49.4, I believe. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, uh, so, that so he needs to get to 0. 0.6 to 50% plus one. I don't think I don't think he's gonna get there. I think mm-hmm. there will be that runoff on on the fifteenth of of December, mm-hmm. and that will also be another whole big mess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's gonna be interesting. And then the, I think there's a libertarian in the race who got like one point eight or one point nine percent or yeah, something. Yeah, he's so, the one that is really causing yeah. the issues. Yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes it happens like that. That's, no. as a matter of fact, I believe Warnock and Ossoff. They won via re, um, special, uh, what was it, runoff? The runoff. Well, the, act, special, act, the special election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that they did right. a runoff. And they had ultimate. a runoff yeah. for that too. Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, actually, the day before correct. the January 6th insurrection. So uh, that's, that's, that's the game. That's the game. So let's shift locally. I spoke to you on Monday night. <laughs> you told me that you believe that this would happen um, in one blow. I, I said I thought there was going to be a runoff. You were absolutely correct, and I was wrong. That that was over from the first um, pouring out of results well, with, the, with the early voting. Well, well, as it relates to the gubernatorial. Yes, for sure. Neville, the reason why I I knew it was going to be a one shot win for whoever won, okay, mm-hmm. whether it was going to be the Court Valley Sorrow team or the governor. I think it was going to be a one-shot deal for either of them who won because I did not see the other candidates pulling 3 to 5% to, to, to impact the race in, in that way. So for so you, me... So, you, so you're saying that um, that's the one part, that's the only part you get wrong because they end up getting 5.80% between <laughs> right in and the other two teams? I agree with, I agree with that philosophy, with, with that um, yeah, thinking, yeah. right? Because... <clears throat> um, all you need is a half a percent or a percent to 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 impact somebody not getting fifty percent plus one. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And 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 so you have the belief that they weren't going to be impactful enough as it relates to the numbers to get the re- requisite percentage to create the. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Because you usually you have a third candidate there, and if they're pulling at ten percent, you almost could guarantee it's going to be a run mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. they could pull in a 10%. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I saw that not being the case. Well, they pull in 5.8% and it still didn't matter. <laughs> well, I didn't see that being the case for them to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, force a runoff. So, yeah, I think I won a lobster dinner from somebody. I got to try and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm not- that gonna digest nice. Yeah, I got yeah, to. Yeah. I got to uh, remember who it is that owe me. So yeah, no, no. Well, tell them don't weep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was looking at the 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 precinct results. The boss said that to me, um, and the, ex, the the same thing that happened in in the runoff in 2018 apparently happened last yesterday as well, or in this election cycle, where. Um, the governor won all of the precincts in St. Thomas and St. John, except Guy Benjamin. Uh-huh. And Senator VLA won all of the precincts 
in St. Croix, except for Pearl B. Lawson. The difference was the margin of victory yeah. for the governor and the precincts in St. Thomas were way much, way more larger than the the margins that Senator Ville and um, Senator Saru won on St. Croix. And, and that is resoundingly, what... Resoundingly as well. Yeah, that is what I was seeing to a large extent from the campaign. You can't always tell from the campaign. You can't always necessarily tell from, you know, the big crowd that you might see here or there. But I saw in St. Thomas that there seemed to be a, a real enthusiastic push for the governor. Mm. And during the campaign process, <laughs> I did not see a lot of activity from the Vele uh, uh, Saro team. And I sort of looked at that as financing. Yeah, well, you know, th th this was a Rags v. Riches yeah. campaign. I looked at that the, as The financing. Rags being on the Vele Saro side, the Riches being on the Brian Roach side, and um, the numbers reflected that. Yeah. I mean, we just got to be candid about that. Yeah, you know I, I, I saw that. And, I mean, and, and, and money allows for you to be a lot more organized. For sure, and I, For I sure. think, I think you know, it's not a stretch. The Brian Roach uh, team was more organized um, and better structured than 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 the um, the VLA Roach team. They were up against it. Now, interestingly, four years ago, it was the Matt Potter team, which of which you are part of, that were looked at as at the as the richest team uh, versus. Uh, the Brian Roach team, which they labeled themselves at the time as rags, uh, but y'all were not successful with that, you know, structural advantage, so to speak. They were, but you know what? You know what I mean, right? That election was that election, and this election was this election. Everything, uh, uh, and the 2026 Gouverneur election will be an election unto itself. Yeah, everyone stands on its own feet <laughs> as far as That's as right. far as the election. By the way, uh, congratulations, your brother. Yes, um, you yes, know, yes. He, he finished second, right? Yes, he did. He finished second. He did, he and did. by the way, Monday, okay, we're going to a break now. Um, when we had the pollsters on, they were saying um, they had your brother finishing. Uh, uh, the polls was uh, the the yeah the polls had him running first, and I told them, well, he's had a brilliant first term, but the um, the, 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 the mayor the mayor has never <laughs> lost. No, I I she, she was she was five for five running first. And I don't know. I got to see that one. And she ran first again. So yeah. she's now six for six. Yeah. We'll take a break. Okay. When we come back, I'll let you comment on that. When we come back. We got Asma Pada joining us this morning. The morning after. And we'll be back right after this. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up plus conversations with authors and artists. Stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists. You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. 
Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. If it's happening around the world... NPR's Frank Langfitt is in London covering this one. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Cuba is experiencing its biggest anti-government protests. If it's happening here at home... On a blistering hot day in Twin Falls, Idaho... On the northeast border of Mississippi, where the river nourishes rich and green. Morning edition from NPR News will take you there, wherever the story is. Listen every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga... At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here to analyze this the morning after. We got uh, former Senator and Lieutenant Governor Osbert Pada and also uh, one of the masterminds in getting WTJX to where we are today. Uh, good morning, sir. Glad to have you in the studio doing some analysis this morning. Good to be here always, Neville. Yeah, man, and uh, glad to have you uh, on. Let me get you to respond quickly to um, Milton uh, being the, the lukewarm <laughs> favorite, Senator Milton Pada being the lukewarm favorite going into the race but just eat it um, for for Milo, the mayor for Milo. Just eat it, the the, the notorious uh, DFG uh, coming out on top. But check this out, right? It's, it's top seven, right? Top seven. But there's something about finishing first, right? Something. <laughs> so, what was your take on that? Hearing that your your brother had established himself as a solid uh, re-election candidate, even uh, being looked at as possibly a leading vote-getter, and seeing that actually happen where he ran second. And, and, and of course, um, the Senate president coming off the presidency, running first. Well, I, when, I, when I looked at the various polls that were coming in, you know, I said to Milton, Milton, I still think Dana you know, can be extremely strong mm-hmm. right there. So it was not like you take the poll just on total phase value. Sometimes you have to uh, look at a dose of reality in the process. And Dana has run strong. She has, she did run a strong campaign and, I, and it was clear that there were a lot of dollars there to mm-hmm. get her message out in any and all areas. I, I went to the grocery store one Sunday afternoon, and I was offered a Donna tote bag to carry my groceries. You, you understand what I'm saying? You gotta do what you gotta do. So, yeah. so she she definitely. I expected her to. No, run, man. I, 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 there were two things that we had the polls. We had Rattan poll on and Island Analytics. Um, Rattan poll actually had the governor winning, but not by that margin. The governor yeah. won by 17 points. Yeah. Right. The um, Island Analytics poll had the Violet team winning by three points. Um, clearly, they underestimated the. I want to use the right term here. How dominant? I think that's the right term. The Brian Roach team were, and still is, in the St. Thomas St. John district. 
Yeah, they, they definitely were strong in St. Thomas without a doubt. Okay, mm. it was, you know, during the, from since early voting started, for example, mm-hmm. you would have on a continuous basis various teams of supporters outfitted at different locations. You told me about that yeah, when we yeah. spoke yesterday. Yeah, at yeah. different locations on, on the island, and they had two. Uh, I think uh, headquarters that were always like 110 percent man, mm-hmm. okay, and he saw a whole bunch of flags. But they actually so. showed that, and we got Doc School uh, joining the conversation on this one. They actually showed that the day they won the primary in 2018, we saw on St. Croix a organizational structure that was, you know, impressive. And yeah. when it comes to election and election day, the ex- electioneering. Um, leading up to the to, to vote and during the voting window for um, uh, early voting, um, they are without without a doubt they know how to structure a campaign. Good morning, Doc Cole. Welcome to the morning after here on analyze this. Yeah, good. Uh, I got a text message said he was on. No, on the Zoom. Uh, yeah, yeah, check that out. Okay, Doc uh, Cole, my partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allah, Allah, your golfers. <laughs> from over there um and um it used to be mahogany run it still exists or, or just mahogany run exists not a the golf, golf course a golf course no <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to work on getting that back yeah we yeah. we we are i yeah. i i choose some ideas out that hopefully could incumbents were dominant last night yeah okay no... top six in st thomas were incumbents yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Ray Fonseca, seven. Yeah. And then on St. Croix, six out of the seven, five incumbents, one a former senator. Yeah. Um, actually, as we speak, if, if Senator Bolquez uh, um, holds on, because he's leading by 64 mm-hmm. votes right now, and some people think 64, some people think 64 votes is a small number of votes. When in, a, in a runoff, you got to well, be careful with that. It's a dark fight. Yeah. It, 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 it comes down to a dark fight, but. Mm-hmm. It's difficult it's, to... It's, it's, it normally favors to, the incumbent. It normally does. Yeah. But I think I heard from from the Francis camp that they are expecting a whole barrage of those votes to come their way. Well, I, well we got to see that one. Yeah. You one. I know you, you can reach out to them, right? True. You reach True. out to them, but they got to vote for you. You know they what I'm saying? To. Yeah. So and we I got... Think, I think last night, last night, uh, uh, the... The election supervisor indicated that there were some 818 that came, that came back. 818 came back. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So that's so that's out of a thousand okay. plus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got both uh, Doc School uh, on via Zoom and uh, Rocky Labor numero uno in La Papeleta de, de San Juan. So let me start with you, um, Doc School. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Neville. I'm I'm here. Uh, sweet bad Pada. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it look like it look like you live at Saint Croix, man. Man, stop it, not dogs. I live in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> and of course, um, Mr. President, two times over, Rocky Labor. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good, good morning, uh, Mr. President, and good morning, Lieutenant Governor, and, and uh, Mr. PSC, Farmer PSC. <laughs> morning, morning, Rocky. Before we even jump into anything. Rocky played me a tennis match a lot of years ago and beat me and beat me. You, right? let, you let Rocky beat you? Wait, wait, wait. 
Rocky could solve and I couldn't solve, so I had to give him a little easy tap and he dominated me. But then after Rocky put on a couple more pongs and, you're and, you I, asked and, for I, rematch. and I took off a couple, yeah. I asked him for a rematch. You can't get it. You can't get it. You can't get it yet. No, you don't get it. That record will always remain 1-0 in favor of Rocky. Okay, I, I don't see it. So, so I, I let you know. If you, if you figure it out yet, you know now. <laughs> Um, Rocky, what's your takes? Uh, what's your take from last night on both the, sen the senatorial and gubernatorial races? Well, let's begin. First of all, let me just say congratulations to all the winners. No, 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 no. And, 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 Go ahead. and those who have won yeah. uh, in the election last night, the people have spoken, um, Neville. Mm -hmm. And it, it's clear that the campaign that was presented by the winning teams resonated resonated with throughout the community and in, in particular with the governor's team um let's be honest the governor was all in your face i mean he had everything out there everywhere you turn every phone you turn on every tv station you turn on he was in your face um and you keep doing things over and over yesterday we were talking with henry Tony Henry and the repetition of these things, it stays with you. And, and, and he was able to do that throughout the campaign. But let me tell you what I think um, was probably a resounding um, position for the governor, and that is the GRS. People look at it funny, but GRS has about 9,000 people on their, on their payroll that receive pension annuity. And then many of those folks were worried about whether or not the next payday is going to come. And um, the, the fact remains is that governors before have said that they were going to try to fix the system somehow. And to be honest with you, not have fixed it like what has happened now. And so the people who were who are in that system said, you know what? Man, I, I got headaches and night. I can't really sleep, but this whatever this governor do X Y Z, but at least he fixed it so that we could go on for the next twenty, thirty years. Because people eighty years old, seventy years old, like myself and others, they want to know where you go work again, where you, where you get a job, who are you? I mean, so those persons who are a, a block of votes that he had. Now, Kurt now, and, um, and I know that Kurt did some work in the legislation for it, and he was one of the driving persons behind it. But you see, he's not a governor, and the governor signs off, and it happens under his watch. Well, Rocky, again... I can interrupt a little second. I don't like to interrupt, but I can interrupt a little second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on another media doing some analysis last night, and mm -hmm. when the whole thing came down, I made that same point. I said, I think the election basically was over once that GRS uh, uh, solution kicked in, and, and, court could not wrestle a shared right. responsibility exactly. from the governor. Okay? A, shared, exactly. a shared credit. Right, shared yeah, credit yeah, for yeah. it. Once he, once he couldn't wrestle that and take some kind of serious ownership in the public eyes for that, the public only saw it as 
you know, a Governor Bryan accomplishment and right. could not do mm-hmm. anything about it. And yeah. that was... That's, that's a good point. I, I got another point I want to throw to Docs, though. But, 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 but let me finish up, Al Neville. Let me finish up. So, I, I know that um, Kurt is trying to explain, and, and he did a hell of a job in the credits to me. He, took, he could take credit for all of the tax returns and all of those things, because let's be real, if they don't provide the money, the government can't pay nothing. So, but the reality is, that black about um, guys, that you're talking about thousands. So the governor automatically comes in with about three, four thousand votes, you know, just because of that. Just because of that. And you can't get them from him. And, and I think that was what the really driving force behind it. Well, well I, I want to dovetail on a political dynamic, and I want to go to our, um, you know, our political scientist, Doug Skoll. Um, Democratic Party lost the, four, the first four gubernatorial elections. Um, they've won eight of the last ten, six of the last seven. All four have been reelected. What about that being a a mountain too high for in, for non uh, incumbents for gubernatorial race to overcome? Doc School. I I absolutely agree that the Democratic Party here in the territory provide prolific vote for their candidates and over specifically here in the big the, the, the capital Neville mm-hmm. over here in the capital and you you can see it as it goes down the ballot right in the in the legislature we're gonna have 10 or maybe 11 democratic candidates senators uh, senators yeah. elected senators so 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 the Democratic Party plays the role and the thing is but, yeah, but, but, but check, this, check, check this out, check this out. Eight of ten, six of the last seven, those are solid, definitive um, um, ratios. Absolutely. And, and the, 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 the Senate, uh, Kurt Vele was a former Democratic, uh, he ran under the Democratic Party. As we, as we, as we speak, he was yeah. elected as a Democrat. Yeah. As he changed up. I believe that the, the Democrats say, no, man, we're we done with it. We can't support him. So they throw all the support behind uh, the Democratic uh, governor, you know? And I think the, the valid points that were made by Rocky and, 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 and uh, Lieutenant Governor Parra, that the GERS issue was critical. It was critical. And as, as he was able to, as you say, extricate all of that credit, from that passage of legislation, I think that was the beginning of the end. Well, and- oh, hold on a second. Uh-huh. We got, we got, we got um, four-time senator now elected for the fifth time, Marvin Blyden joining us uh, on the line. Uh, good morning, Senator, and congratulations. Hey, good morning, Neville. Thank you so much, and I want to say good morning to the people of the Virgin Islands. And definitely, I want to really thank them for their support you know, show of confidence in me and my team in terms of giving me an opportunity to serve once again in the 35th legislature. You feel good? <laughs> I feel blessed, to be honest with you. You know, uh, my, my, my family, my wife, my campaign team, myself, man, we work hard. You know, we really, we are dedicated, you know, to the cause and to the people of the territory. So, yeah, I feel, I feel good. Definitely, le- I feel good in <laughs> le- le- Less yeah. than a year ago, um, you were dealing with some turbulence. 
Um, you mm-hmm. even got you even got sanctioned. Now here you are um, getting rehired by the people of St. Thomas, St. John. That has to be an awesome feeling. Well, definitely, you know, the work speaks for itself. My heart shows. The people know who I am from whence I came and where I've always been, what I've done for them and what I, what I continue to do. And I believe your actions should define who you are, not anything else in terms of we all human, we all fall short. But at the end of the day, they know who I am and they know I got their back and I got theirs likewise. We got we got two minutes left till the break. Let me start with Doc's quick question and, uh, and commend commendations for um, Senator Blyden. Uh, well, Senator Blyden, I, I think he's a very resilient fellow. I, I talk to Senator Blyden all the time and I tell him, <laughs> the other day I had a, 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 a funeral for ants, right? I had some ants in my yard. So standing up right is all over, he like French weed. And, and that's the thing, you know, the ability for people to see you and be present. That is Senator Blyden. Senator Blyden, Docs, let me let me congratulate Senator Blyden before you jump off the phone. Senator Blyden, congrats again for a well run campaign and a, another yeah. strong showing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Rocky, 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 quickly before we, we before before yeah. we excuse. Senator Brian represents Dwayne Henry's uh, agent. Yeah, group I got of that. People. Mm-hmm. Senator Brian represents a group of people uh, of Virgin Islanders who feel that this guy has excelled. Um, he didn't go to Harvard and all of those places, but he's proven that he can be elected and he's one of us. And and <laughs> the, his personality, his behavior. No, he, he handled the, the controversy well, I must say, mm-hmm. because you know, he, he handled it well. So, but, so Blyden, you know what to do, mm-hmm. I want not to do no more. So you go to go. <laughs> okay, that's good. We got, we got Dwayne Henry <laughs> joining us on, on the Zoom link as well. Hey. Good, good morning, Councilor. Okay. Good, good okay. morning, good morning. So, well, Senator Blyden, I already sent you my congratulations last yeah. week. So there's love okay. alone, there's love alone. Mm-hmm. Love alone my only sure. question is, yeah. Call me when yeah. you come over again. <laughs> <laughs> definitely will. Definitely you, you know something, definitely you know something, Senator Blyden? What, what are you going to do? I want you to hang up. I want you to hold on. Don't hang up. Okay. Because okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question so you can think about it during the break. See, I'm actually giving you an open book test right now. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the question is, what is your and what you what you believe should be the collective priority of the 35th okay. legislature when you convene in January of 2023. Okay, so think about gotcha. that during the break. We got um, okay. Senator Marvin Bladen, the majority leader of the 34th legislature, re-elected last night here joining us this morning on the morning after. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. The governor is going to be on at 9 o'clock at the top of the hour, okay? So we'll be back right after this. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com The news nowadays is a bit like our weather, much more extreme. The headlines that grab the most attention generate a lot of heat and not much light. 
on 1A, we rely on your questions and stories to help us better understand the issues that demand more than a few tweets. With your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Catch 1A at its new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. During a busy day, it can be hard to make room for even one more thing. So it's a real plus that All Things Considered from NPR News is great for multitaskers. You can confidently add being well-informed to your to-do list and know that you will get it done. Whether you're cleaning out your junk drawer on a quick drive or something else, listen to All Things Considered every weekday afternoon. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here on the morning after general election 2022. And we've got, uh, first of all, let me just reintroduce um, the all-stars who are helping me here uh, break down uh, what took place uh, over the last, I'd say, six, seven months. The campaign cycle has started in May with the filings and all that stuff. We got Attorney Dwayne Henry. We got Majority Leader, 30th Legislature, Donald Ducks Cole. We got Senate President of the 21st and 24th Legislature, uh, Rocky Leibold. We got former two-term senator. I believe he was in the 20th and... Is it? Yeah. 20th and 21st. You're right. right? Okay. Yeah, the brain's still, brain still working a little bit. And, of course, uh, uh, Asbel Pada was lieutenant governor from January 2015 to January 2019. We got Marvin Blyden, Senator Marvin Blyden, on the line, the majority leader. So, majority leader, um, when you take the oath... Um, come January, individually and collectively, priority. Mm-hmm. Good morning again to the panelists. Right now. Before I answer that question, um, Neville Allen C. wanted to also congratulate my colleagues and the new senators-elect um, on the win for the 35th legislature. And I, I look forward to working with all of them. And for those that did not make it, I ask them to continue to be involved because we do need the support, the assistance, and the ideas moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the 35th, um, I believe, as you heard throughout the campaign, and as we know, to me, and I'm a housing man, the most important issue right now facing us in the territory is housing. We have an opportunity of a lifetime since or be at the time to really empower people and give them an opportunity to own a piece of the territory because, as you know, we further, we part of the first-time homebuyers program, and then the governor came with two other programs for housing, so we understand, and we know how important housing is in terms of an investment in your family and yourself. And with that being said, definitely education, WAPA, and our healthcare system in terms of our hospitals, et cetera. So I believe all of them are on the same level playing field, and we can do more than one thing at the same time. Just have all of the experts, experts in different areas work on those different areas simultaneously moving forward because we don't have much time and we have a lot of work to do. And we have the funding available, but it's just for us as Virgin Islanders to really dig in our heels, roll up our sleeves, and do what needs to be done on behalf of the people. And that's why I'm happy that I'm going to be at the table. I'm going to give it my all. 
and I'm going to give them all of the ideas, suggestions that I know that will work moving forward, especially in the housing space. I look forward to working with my colleagues and the people of the Virgin Islands to assure that we secure those funding, that we spend the money on time, and that we really, really make an impact on the lives of our people. So I'm excited. Um, Neville, I'm already going out today to start doing what I got to do. I get into the office in a little while. I got work to do. We got work to do. Senator, Senator elect for the fifth time, Marvin Bladen from the district of St. Thomas, St. John. Congratulations. Um, keep on keeping on. People, the people love you. They've shown you love for the last five elections. And um, just represent. That's all we can ask of. Don't overextend yourself. Just deliver. <laughs> just, just deliver on behalf of the people, and you will be uh, recognized for your works. Okay? So thank you very much. And congratulations again to you, campaign, family, staff, and friends. Okay? But thank you so much, Nevin. I love them back, and I love you guys. Thank you. Stay blessed. You got it. it. That's um, okay. Senator Marvin Bladen uh, joining us. He is the senior senator from St. Thomas right now. Um, as what part of yeah. five terms yeah. um, beginning in January and uh, and uh, and that's good and like uh, Doc Skull said um, there's, a, there's a phrase that we don't use when pan knock um, <laughs> you, you're, go, you're gonna say blade in you know what I'm saying he, he'll be around and, and look I, was, I saw it myself I was Senate President in January mm. and we're supposed to be getting supposed to be getting a call from uh, Milton Potter uh, uh, right now I went to the you know the, um, the Rastafari them that got the, the the um the Ag Fest in January in St. Thomas over there in Bordeaux. Bordeaux, the Bordeaux. Uh, 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 Docs, Dwayne, uh, Rocky, um, 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 Potter. I got up there. I's the Senate president, and of course I don't live in St. Thomas, so me really I don't really know as many people. Everybody know Marvin Bladen. This was this was January two thousand. And look now, you know what they know yes Bladen. <laughs> Not Senator Marvin Bladen. They also got Bladen because you check and uh, that that was impressive. So I said I go stay close to here in St. Thomas. We're being joined now by um, Senator Milton Potter, um, re-elected for the second time um, by the people of uh, the good people in St. Thomas and St. John. Good morning and congratulations, Senator and Senator Elect Milton Potter uh, to the 35th Legislature. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you very much, Senator James and the, the crew. Um, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to say thank you uh, to the people of the Virgin Islands for the vote of confidence that they placed in me. Good. You, you felt you felt um, comfortable um, going in um, when you filed back in May that you had worked uh, diligently on behalf of the people and that it was up to them um, to reciprocate come election time in August and uh, yesterday? I did. I did. I mean, you know, it's politics. You do the best that you think you can based on the tools you have, but you still have this element of uncertainty. You, you just don't know what people are going to, people appreciate what you're doing. Um, you get the feedback when you're out there, and the feedback was generally, generally positive. So I felt good, but, you know, you don't know until the actual votes are counted. And, uh, you know, um, I felt good. Um, that we receive really positive feedback. Now, I got one final thing I want to say before I turn it over. And I don't know where, when I'm going to get your brother in this year with you, but I know that uh, uh, at some point, I'm I going to lie, you'll have that, that brotherly moment here on the air. Um, they had you running fuss in the pools, right? And I tell them, <laughs> I, 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 and I tell them, look, I know he running um, 
um, high in the polls. He had a good term, a very good term in my estimation. But when yeah. some when you got prolific vote getter like Dana Fred Gregory, I don't know about this first place thing. Even, so so one person called and said, "Wait, you endorsing Milton Pat?" I said, "No, no, 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 no. We analyzing what the polls said. The polls had you running first, right? And and yeah. it just it just so happened that the mayor once again when the gate opened." You check, shut off, shut off, and I, I, I'm glad that you got a nice cozy position on the rail and drafted in behind her and finished second. You know, it, it looked like it, it looked like you went to it looked like you went to Jackie School. Can you know how to use <laughs> to use the draft, right? Yeah, but, but, but what was what's it like knowing that um, you know something? I could actually uh, actually run first. Running first is, is winning. Winning is one thing, and then running first is a, is a, is another yeah. level. Uh, what, 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 was, what was that like, knowing that I'm competing uh, with the top vote getter? I think it felt good. I mean, Donna is a machine. She is a voting... She, she's a machine when it comes to accumulating votes. Mm -hmm. She's been around. She's um, hard-working. She is, you know, well-connected. I have a great deal of respect for her. So just to be in the same range... You know, um, as far as just competing possibly for the number number one uh, spot was something that was, you know, incredible as far as I'm concerned. Well, Milton, be, be in there. Milton, you know, you know when <laughs> the poll came out and we look at the poll, the, the, the numbers, and I say, okay. I said, Milton, I don't know about this one here where they have Dana. <laughs> because they, they, not, they, they not only had him finishing first, they yeah, had Dana. her like down third or fourth. Yeah. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute. No, no, it's yeah. something, that's what I'm saying. It's something going on in St. Thomas that I don't know about because she has ran and she, prior to yesterday, or prior to this election cycle, because early voting, we can't ignore that it started on October 10th. She had been in five right. elections and she finished first in all five. Yep. Yeah, so so numbers yeah. are. Let, let me let me let me go around the horn here so everybody could get a chance to uh you know uh, congratulate you. Let me start with Dwayne Henry, uh, councillor here on St. Croix. Uh, Tony, Mr. Henry, he's not he's not there. Or uh, Tony Henry, you got unmute your mic. <laughs> I guess not yet. Ducks, pick up the slack. Well, definitely uh, Milton Stinger Nettle Potter. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Congratulations. You did an excellent job. And and, and you, Neville, remember when we talked about that, that same thing about uh, B.I.G., Donna Fred Gregory, that all we said was we want to see this happen because we know she was a prolific vote-getter. So everybody's like, yes. okay, the poll is just a, a, a moment in time. Okay, but right. the thing about it is, for, for, for what I basically said about Milton, when we analyze that, is his role that he played in those two controversial issues that came before the legislature. And he was in charge of that and was able to bring that process without the acrimony and all that stuff that, that was there. And I believe the voters basically saw a, 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 a senator with a temperament to deal with issues. And and he was the chair of the rules committee, so he was visible. So I, I yeah. believe, you know, those things paid off. But when you go up against prolific vote getters, I remember when I was running, I was running against like five different prolific vote getters. You got Barry White, Johnny <laughs> Stamp. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You had to be able to come to the pump 
You know what I'm saying? But 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 I if, but, but, if, but, but, but if I, I understand, and I congratulate him on the run and look for without a doubt, Rocky, talk 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 to the man who establishing himself as a as a political force in the Saint Thomas Saint John district, Senator Milton Pata. Senator Pata, congratulations. Of course, you and I spoke election day. We did. Rocky, I think we're holding up traffic, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 we all have traffic for two days. The commission was there and I was trying to move around. She was. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but listen, um, you remember I was telling you that Neville had mentioned that on the radio, and I knew, as usual, the humble guy with all smiles. Uh, I know what he's talking about, you know. But anyway, <laughs> but listen, listen. I I agree what Doc just said a while ago. I believe that the way you handled those controversies, uh, people look for your mannerism and your temperament when you handle the tough, tough issues, and yeah, you are able to stay calm and do it and do your yeah. job and go forward. People look at that, you yeah. know. And um, being number one, I, I can't. Speak to number one, but get her because in my race, I was you either got to be number one or you lose. So that's true. You know, I, so, so I, I understand how it is, but as long as you one of the seven, I, I say you done well, oh, yeah. and, and and you know you have a, a stay at the table. So continue exactly. doing what you're doing. I, I I think you you're a guy that wants to do well, and you you demonstrated that. You you have that consensus building attitude and and behavior, yeah. and I think that speaks volume. I I appreciate the feedback, man. I appreciate the love. I am hoping that the uh, 35th legislature mm -hmm. will be an environment where we can work collaboratively to get some of the big things fixed in the territory. Nothing really sustainable happens in this territory in this government unless you have folks working together. You know, right. putting the egos aside. And I think we have an opportunity. You know, we have billions of dollars here, you know, to fix our broken infrastructure, our hospitals, our schools, our roads, WAPA. We got some big ticket items to address, you know. So I am hopeful that, you know, this is going to be um, um, a legislature that can come together, put the egos aside, we roll up our sleeves and do the work. And that's what I'm here to do. That's you know, remember, but, remember, Pata, that, Senator, I'm sorry. Remember, as long as there's life, there's a way. Yes. There we go, there yes. we go. Dwayne Henry, the back on the line or what? Yes, I'm back. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, had a little distraction there. Mm -hmm. uh, what you got for me? I want you to, to, to commend and congratulate congratulate oh, the brother. Okay. The, the, the okay. Senator. Yeah. Uh, Senator, congratulations from the... Big Island, I had to just say Twin City. But congratulations from Twin City. And um, you ran really well. You know, like like, um, like Neville said, the polls had us kind of like, what going on here? But um, <laughs> but but you did well. So <laughs> congratulations again. And um, I appreciate it, Rod. I appreciate it. Of course. I appreciate it. Uh, course, Lieutenant yeah. Governor, I'm going to let you put a bow on your brother's appearance here uh, this morning. Uh, your little brother, your, your little brother, uh, the floor is yours. Well, Senator Pada Milton, congrats again, mm -hmm. man. Congrats. I know it was a lot Thank of hard you, work. A lot of Thank hard you. work and more hard work ahead. And I, I am only assuming, and I know Rocky and, and Neville and Ducks could only be assuming 
that the phone's been ringing, ringing, ringing from last night regarding organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ain't, I ain't going an ask you nothing about organization <laughs> here. On the radio. But I know that's the next step. And, and, yeah. and, and that's a key step mm-hmm. in, in, in setting up for progress in the next legislature because depending on how you organize, who get the key positions in the 35th legislature could determine whether you're going to have a log jam or whether you're going to have a, you know, a relatively, because it's never smooth flowing, a relatively Correct. smooth flow of ideas and, and, and bills and nobody blocking anybody along the way. Yes. Progress could really happen. So good luck with that Absolutely. part of it. Thank well, you. Thank you. Yeah, That's man. the next step, really. And I want to thank, I really don't want to leave without thanking my staff, my hardworking, small, but hardworking staff, uh, my campaign team, small, but hardworking. I mean, you can't do these things alone. You cannot do it alone. You're only as good as the quality and the caliber of the people who you surround yourself with. And I want to thank my family, my brother Osborne, Sinclair, Evie, Ronald, Everybody, you know, they all, my sister Patricia and Lydia, they all had a role to play in this, um, you know, in this victory. You know, so I, I am very, very appreciative. And of course, the people um, of St. Thomas St. John. Absolutely. The people in the St. Thomas St. John district, the love and support and encouragement that they've shown was just incredible. Even St. Croix, even folks calling me and say, look, I can't vote for you, you know, but... My family living over here, my sister living over here, and I tell her to vote for you. So, you know, the support has been tremendous. Uh, I, I really feel great this morning. Congratulations, sir. I'm looking forward to seeing you Thank serving you. Uh, in the 35th legislature on behalf of the people of the Virgin Islands, specifically those who elect you in St. Thomas, St. John. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. You got it. You got it. We'll take a break right now. When we come back, that's our Senator elect, Milton Pada, serving Senator. Uh, when we come back, the governor should be joining us at the top of the hour. So, gentlemen, I'll allow you, right? I'm going to let her know. Do I your thing. Be back right after this. On Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. No, amiga, no puedo ir por la influenza. No te pierdas de disfrutar con los tuyos. La vacuna contra la influenza te protege a ti, a tus seres queridos y a tu comunidad. La vacuna es segura, eficaz y puedes ponértela al mismo tiempo que la vacuna del COVID-19 si tú quieres. No te conviertas en otro caso de la influenza. Vacúnate hoy. Para más información, visita punto vacunatecontralainfluenza.org. Presentado por AMA, CDC y el Ad Council. 